Bienvenida to the Latina Business Coach Podcast. I'm Jessica, your host, founder of Femina Society for Latina Entrepreneurs, mentor, and business strategist. This podcast is for you if you have a massive desire to be successful and you know you have crazy potential, but you're still wondering why you're not where you want to be or even how to get started. The thing that you're missing, it's called strategy. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about in this podcast because, Mija, you're trying to build an empire and you just need someone to tell you how. Lista? Let's go. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Latina Business Coach Podcast. This episode is all about how to show up as an authentic leader, how to be able to share vulnerability, struggle, personal wins, and still be playful at the same time while not really losing your edge as a leader. In a time where I think people are showing up more than ever on social media, I honestly just wanted to bring on an expert leader who's really good at showing who he is in real life and on social media. But before I introduce him, I wanted to share with you guys that I've honestly recorded this intro like 35 times because I'm still learning this podcast thing. Um, I was having sound trouble. Maybe one of my kids moved the button. I honestly don't know what, but I don't know who needs to hear this. I just wanted to share with you guys that I'm not perfect. I just keep doing what it is that I, you know, like I just keep doing and hoping that it gets better. So now let me tell you guys about my friend Harry Lopez. He is a personal and professional success coach and entrepreneur. He's coached and consulted leaders at Google, Amazon, Facebook, BuzzFeed, and so many more. Harry is the founder of a group called Launch Latin X, helping talented, ambitious Latino leaders overcome their greatest fears, deepen in their consciousness and self-worth to create the life that they've always imagined. Harry, how are you doing? I'm doing amazing. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for this. Thank you so much for your yes. You're always a yes. And I just feel like I've gotten to know you through social media. We have met once in person that you came around the holidays here to Arizona. Um, and honestly, when I see you, when I like, when I met you, I felt like you're a cousin, like a, like a primo that was like, Hey, it's the primo. And I'm like, Hey, I love you cousin. Like, that's how I feel with your vibes. Like we're family. I'm like, you're my cousin. You don't know this, but we're cousins. We're totally cousins. Yeah. Prima, I, <laughs> yeah. I love you, Prima. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I just feel, um, I felt the exact same way when I met you too. I just felt such really good vibes. I felt like, wow, this is a woman who's on a mission. I want to just keep in touch with her and see what she's up to. Because I know it's going to be really cool stuff that you, you're, you're up to in the world. And it, yes. I mean, clearly you're, oh. you're serving so many women through this platform. So I'm just so deeply touched and honored that you would invite me to be on here. I, I really appreciate it, truly. Of course. Thank you, Harry. Thank you so much for being on. I'm so excited to share your story. If you could just tell us like maybe what you do and how you ended up here. Like how did you end up here? Yeah. Okay. So I live in Los Angeles and I'm originally from Miami, Florida. My background, um, well, currently I am a, a life and leadership coach. So I do transformational coaching for mostly Latinos. And when I first started my business, working with just Latinas, which is really interesting that I'm, we're, we're, I'm now speaking to you as the Latina business coach. Um, but where I got started, so about seven, seven years ago, I was working in Teach for America in Nashville, Tennessee, and I was a school teacher, and I was teaching third grade to immigrant refugee populations. So I, I really loved what I was doing. I, I was a very successful school teacher. Um, from that, I was invited to be a teacher coach. So I was 
during my years in the classroom, I was going into multiple different classrooms from, from kindergarten to grade, just going into, into uh, classrooms and coaching teachers. So I was going to school every single Tuesday and learning through the ICF results coaching, transformational tools, um, deep listening, paraphrasing, just what I can really sum it into, sum it up as was I learned how to really deeply listen that year. And that was my start into coaching was I didn't even know that I was getting myself into this. I just knew that I wanted to serve, that I was passionate about fighting for educational equity and for children. So that was the beginning of my work as a coach was through this program. And I fell in love with coaching that year. I fell in love with the work. I saw transformations that people were having through one simple 15-minute conversation. I saw people just shift dramatically in their state, their essence, who they were being, coming up in the world. And I saw the, the ripple effect that the, the work of coaching could have on the lives of other people in their lives. And I, I, I really believe that how we can change the world is really changing ourselves when we really deepen and, and shift ourselves, we can have dramatic shifts and transformations that we have no idea about. So that was the beginning of my work into coaching. And then for the next couple of years after that, after working in education, I left education and I started working with coaches of my own, just learning different methodologies, different tools, different, different techniques, modalities that I could bring into my own work. So I started studying spiritual psychology. I started working with um, spiritual practitioners and healers and leadership coaches and business coaches. And I was just like, I was like in it. I was like totally drinking the Kool-Aid of, of coaching and transformation. And I, I realized though at the time, Jessica, that I was learning all this stuff and I was, I was implementing into my own life and I, I wanted to do this for myself, but I was still working other jobs, nine to fives. I was still working, um, I was still tutoring, I was teaching kids in, in the background, I was doing acting gigs here and there. So it wasn't what I was doing full time until uh, about two and a half years ago, I decided I wanted to walk the walk and be about this full, like full essence, full, full time. And so I left my nine to five job, I was working in an ed tech company at the time, and I went full force into coaching and just said goodbye to everything else. And I was just like in this world immersed and I was working, serving clients. And um, the rest was kind of history because once you start vibrationally putting yourself out in service to the world, just you have no idea what's going to come at you. And what was coming at me was people raising their hands, being like, I want to be served. I want, I want support. I want to be helped. And so um, I've been on this like super exciting, rocky roller coaster ride of, as you can imagine, the world of entrepreneurship, the highest highs, the lowest lows, optimize the highs, ride the lows when they come. And I've just, um, I've learned, learned and grown so much in this process. So I'm, I'm just so thankful. Um, oh my gosh. So much. Yeah. Like I had, had no idea. I don't know how I missed that part that you were a teacher. That's so amazing. You were just, you just always had that gift. I think teaching is really a gift. Like teachers are always going to teach. And I've interviewed a few other women. I know a lot of women that were like school teachers and it's, that's still something within them that no matter what they do in life, like they always end up being the teacher in any scenario. Yeah. Yeah. I totally, I totally believe that. And I think with my work as a coach, I see myself, you know, my passion is really to teach, to, to educate, to bring knowledge to the world of wisdom and and practices. And that's the part of this work that I really deeply love. Yeah. And so much of teaching, so many teachers that I know that become coaches end up being very successful coaches because when we're working with adults, we're really speaking and, and being with their inner child in mm -hmm. a way that just really speaks to that part of them. 
Yeah, 100%. What do you feel like most of your clients struggle with? Who is your perfect client? Like when they come to you or what, like what is, what do they usually come to you with? And you're like, oh yes, I can't wait to help you. Oh, I love, oh, this is such a good question. I love like heart centered, just like those, those people that are just so deeply loving and good that have huge, huge dreams and visions of what they want in the world to serve, like very service oriented, impact driven people that maybe are getting in their way, that are getting in their head, that are buying into the belief that maybe no one will listen, that they're not good enough, that their voice isn't as powerful as they think um, it is. Those are the kinds of people that I deeply love to serve, those heart-centered, soul-driven, um, just like those beams of light that just need a little bit of a, of a support in, in reclaiming who they are and waking up to the truth of who they are, to the radiance and the, the magnificence that they are and the power that they have to share with the world. Yes. Oh my gosh. So good. I'm like taking notes as we go. I'm like, that's so, that's so powerful. And it's so yeah. true. It's like, once you really just have that clear mind of like, there's so many women out there that feel like they're meant for more, they're impact driven, they're soul driven, but they don't know how, right. And that's so much, I feel like so many people just get stuck in the how. And that's really why, why I created this podcast and this platform is really because we all want to, we all have this end goal in mind, but we want to be told how. And that was one thing for me in my experience was like, I know I have so much potential and I have so much desire to do something to be successful, to help people to serve, but how? And so I feel like a lot of my time, I just spent reading books, listening to podcasts, like, how can I do this? How should I do this? How, how, how? And, and now that I'm here seven years later, I'm like, you know what? People just want to know how. So that's what this podcast is about is like tips, tangible stuff that we can take, um, not just inspirational stuff, but like actual tangible tips that we can apply to our lives, to our businesses, and then be able to implement them, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much. So I know that you're all about leadership and just that heartfelt leadership and just being your authentic self, showing up as your authentic self, which you really do such a great job at this, even in social media, right? Like you're Mm -hmm. the perfect balance of being super grounded and soulful and serving and knowledgeable and kind. But then you also like show up in your pajamas, eating oatmeal for dinner, which I've seen and I love. And then you come on and it's super conversational. You've (laughs) had like, I've seen like your posts where you're like, twerking on a headstand like type of thing and I'm like that's so cool like I, I want to be like and I feel like there's so much it's there's so much balance right like you can still be all of those things like you can be really smart and still add value and still be have this like goofy side this this like um just like I don't know I feel like you do that so well and that w- that's what makes you so relatable and everyone's just like oh this is my friend Harry like that's how I feel like this is my cousin you know so tell, <laughs> tell us more about that like how do you show up as your most, like as a leader, still being your most authentic self. And it's, oh, I just, I think it's about breaking down any kind of um, archetypes or ideas that you think that you need to be in order to be a successful leader. Like for so long, we've always bought into this belief that in order to be taken seriously, in order to be really successful, to be effective, that I need to have, I need to be look perfect, that I need to have it all together. That I need to, I need to, um, very thoughtfully and curate the way that the world is is experiencing me and so for so long i bought into that idea that i could only be spiritual grounded intelligent hairy online and for so long that was it that was that was what my audience was getting and for me it was so limiting because that's not that may be part of who i am but it's not all of who i am 
And so the invitation here for people, for people is to really bring all parts of you to the table, to know that all parts of you are welcome and accepted and invited, and to question any stories that if you were to show a part of you that maybe is not, maybe you believe won't be taken seriously, that it, just a question that it could ever hurt you, that it could ever damage your, your appearance or your reputation or whatever it is. I think that especially now in this world that we live in of, of you know, being online, digital, the coaching transformation, it's becoming saturated. There's a lot more coaches now. There's a lot more leaders who are stepping up. So how might you, how might you separate yourself? I think it's by being authentic. It, I think it's about bringing parts of you to the, to the table that being a little bit edgy, being a little bit audacious, not being afraid to surprise your audience one bit. There's something that one of my mentors said to me recently, and this created such a shift in my life, Jessica, like nothing else. It's, she said, whatever you're avoiding sharing is the very thing affecting your business. Mm, so good. Whatever it is, yeah. Whatever it is that you're not sharing, whatever it is that you're really that thing that you know that you're holding in, that's really, really speaking to you, really stirring something in with, up within you that you're not sharing with your audience, that's something that they, that they would really benefit hearing. And the more that you succeed, the more that you grow as an entrepreneur, as a leader, as a coach in this industry and in other industries, the more separation that there is between you and your audience. They're going to start seeing you as perfect. They're going to start creating assumption. They're going to start creating stories about who you are, judgments. And so the way to humanize yourself is to show your humanity and how real you are. Show your vulnerability. Be unafraid to be vulnerable and authentic. And that is what's going to bridge. That's what's going to create that, that, that sense of connection, that sense of, that sense of, of community between you and your, your audience, because they're going to see you not as this like perfect influencer, this perfect um, expert who shows up online with all this advice, they're going to see you as a human, as a real human that they want to connect with, that they want to, they want to know, that they're going to talk about. And so it shouldn't ever be, the, the, the question and the, the practice of authenticity and vulnerability should never be for the likes or the views or the comments. It should be for your freedom. Mm. It is about your own personal freedom. It's about yes. you freeing yourself so that you're you're being free and real and showing up from this place and then everything else is more aligned more congruent you're having more fun in your business yeah in your work like you're you're coming on your podcast and you're being authentically jessica like and, and i'm experiencing that from you and i can feel the fun that you're having and therefore yeah. your audience has more fun as a result and they get yeah. to know you different Yes. Oh my gosh, Harry, that that's so good. I'm literally taking notes here because I've never heard anybody say it like that, like how you just did where it, where it's like humanize yourself. And I think that as coaching, it's such a, it's, I think it's hard for a lot of people to find that balance of like, Hey, I feel you, I relate to you and I can connect with you. I know what you're saying, but at the same time, like you still want to have a little bit of authority to like, as a leader to be like, I feel you, but also I can help you through this or I can guide you through. So it's finding that balance. I think for people is like, I relate to you. I feel you. I'm human. I go through the same things, but also like, let's keep going and like, let's work through it. And this is how, and these are the, you know, like, this is how I've been able to overcome this. Exactly. I think that's a really good point too. It's like, because you can just go into the world of being sharing authentically, like just like, maybe vomiting everything that you've got but it, i think it's about being in remembering to be in service 
Remembering who you're serving, speaking directly to that to that avatar client, that your audience, your niche, whoever it is, and serving them through your your heroes, your hero hero story. You're the yes. Hero I know that there's a lot of women that listen to this. So yes, yes. Um, so there's something else that I wanted to share too. There's you know the moment that I really tapped into really sharing more of my authentic story and who I am as a leader beyond just like this this idea of a perfect cookie cutter life coach that I always thought I needed to be, my business shifted too when I started doing that. When I started mm. just speaking to a different audience, um, my, the, the kinds of clients that I started attracting changed. The kinds of conversations I was having changed. My vision for the future just started just like transforming and, and expanding because I was now coming at my business from this place of utter authenticity. And it was, it was allowing me to be, to be more playful and to, to test and experiment with things that I before had never experimented with. Yeah. Such as for, for me, when I first started my business, I was predominantly serving just Latinas. And that I loved. And, that, and I, you know, you're my primas, you know, my yeah, soul yeah, sister. Yeah. So I, I have that. I've, I always will have that, that beautiful connection with Latinas. But now since I started sharing more authentically about my own personal story, my clientele has shifted to, to really bringing in a, like a community of queer Latinos and different, different um, communities that I never anticipated before. Right. And so, yeah. And so it's just a whirlwind and explosion of opportunities that have come about from just being audacious and choosing to, to lead from this, this, this space of authenticity. Mm, I love that so much. And it's so true. It's like, once you really show up as your authentic self, then you end up like, you're like, wait, how did I end up with these people in my corner? Like, I didn't expect that. Right. And honestly, even just speaking from myself, from my experience was I was when I started my um, Femina, the Society for Latin Entrepreneurs, I was just trying to make friends. And I was just trying to connect because I had just had my kids. I'd been out of the loop. And I was like, I just want to make new friends, preferably Latina. We have that common thread. And, you know, I just wanted to connect with them. And through being my authentic self, like, hey, these are the things I've struggled with. I was able to connect with other business owners and and ended up being, that's how Latina Business Coach was established, was because I literally was like, how did this, like, I didn't expect to serve this audience, but here we are, you know? And I was like, just because by being my authentic self, by opening up, that's how it was. Oh, just owning your truth. Mm. Yeah, just like owning, if that's who you are, owning it unapologetically and just um, like almost not giving a damn about the opinions of others. And if, if they're your people, they will be your people. If they're not about it, they're just not your, they're not your, your tribe. They're not your community. Mm. And what's, um, you know, what's something that I found in this work is that the more authentic I am, the, the stronger my tribe becomes, but also the more that I, I start, um, why, how do you call it? I start filtering and those that are not with me, I just, they'll, I'll get unfollowed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I, I think it's the greatest gift. It's like, I want to speak to my people. Yes. And of course I want to, you know, when I got into this work, I wanted to serve the world, but I want to serve those people that are raising their hands that are about it, that are here for it. And so being okay with knowing that not everybody's going to be okay with it. Right. And that's okay too. Yep. It's totally okay. Yeah. When I, oh, go on. Oh no, no, sorry. Like when you posted what? Go ahead. When I posted that twerking video, in, 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 just as an example, I, I created all these stories. I didn't want to do it. 
I, I had filmed it and I did it because I, I just find so much fun and joy. Like dancing is just such a high vibrational activity that, that puts me into this like, oh my goodness, unstoppable, limitless feeling in this state. But I created the story that if I was to put this online, people wouldn't want to work with me. They wouldn't want to hire me. They, they probably wouldn't take me seriously. And so I, I, all these stories I had created, I posted it. My business just started like taking off. <laughs> Like, yeah. I was getting inquiries. I was getting inquiries and shares, and things were just happening and and flowing for me that I never anticipated. So I think it's also about because you know, especially especially women, uh, you know, given my experience working with women, can, tend to be tend to create a lot of stories and tend to be in their heads more. So just being very compassionately mindful of what those beliefs are and those stories, and. Um, I know that we're, we're, we're in a digital age where people are posting things and sharing more. So I, I think it, it's just really slowing down the mind through stillness, through meditation, through journaling, through prayer, through getting out into, well, maybe right now wouldn't be the time to go out into nature as much as before, but um, journaling what those thoughts are and those patterns, those, those patterns that you are playing out in your day-to-day life. Um, and seeing how you can and go from a place of suffering to freedom and taking yourself from limitation to this expansive state that you can be in and play in. And also being okay, being unafraid to experiment with, with authenticity. So one yeah. thing I like to bring in is um, in your next conversation, you know, in the next 24 to 48 hours, one thing you can do to test this is in a conversation with a friend or a colleague or on social experiment with what it would be like to bring in something to sprinkle in an authentic story or something that you normally would never share Mm. see what that might be like see see what it would be like for your next post to be a little bit a little audacious and different from the other others that you've posted Mm -hmm. and see what the reaction might be but most importantly assess and see who you might start becoming and transforming into because my experience is that vulnerability and authenticity is like a muscle that you build Wow. And the more you start stretching it and exercising it, the more comfortable you'll get with it, the more in your skin and the more you'll begin to discover your authentic voice. And that is lead to places that you just have no idea about. So I've become, as you can tell, and I feel like I'm, I'm having so much fun talking about this because this topic has transformed so much of my life. Yes. And I feel it. And we all know that like how you show, you know, like how you are in on social media, how you are um, with your clients on your webpage, you know what I mean? Like that's how you are in real life. And I think that's the most important thing right now is we get so caught up in these curated images, this curated content that's just not real. And then you see this person in real life. And you know what? One, one thing too is like, I don't know if this has happened to you before where you think that some, like you see their content and all this stuff that they're posting and you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like when we connect, like we're just going to vibe. We're going to have so many things to talk about and it's dead. Like there's not that vibe, right? And you're like, who are you? Like who does your content or who's creating these posts for you? Or like, where is that person? And I think that maybe people just need to find that way to be, to still show up in both ways, like in person. And then because we are in a digital age, they don't know how to still be like that in real life. Like I can be really authentic and vulnerable on social media, but then in real life, I'm like shut down. Not me, but I'm saying like, maybe, you know, they would be shut down. Yeah, totally. That disconnect. And I, that was my story for so long. In mm. real life, I was so authentic and honest and vulnerable and hairy. And then online, I thought I needed to sh- show up as a certain, way, a certain way. 
Yeah. I thought I needed to be this, this guru of a, of a sorts. Yeah. And, and it just wasn't fun. And I was finding myself getting stressed and anxious and actually quite depressed. Mm. And what is depression? Depression is another way of thinking about it is it's, it's suppressed expression. Mm. So when we suppress our, our, our voice and our ability to express ourselves in all the different ways that we're called to express ourselves in the world, we're just like contracting and holding ourselves back and limiting our potential in the world. And there's someone out there that needs to see what it looks like for someone like, like us as coaches to be real, to know yep. that we don't, have, we don't have all our shit together. Yeah. To, so, to come so true. Forward, yeah, to come forward unapologetically and be like, hey, I'm a coach. I'm a successful coach. I serve a lot of people and I have not arrived. I have not arrived. Mm. And the courage it takes to just come forward with that and like that, oh, it goes so far and it feels good. It feels good. It feels good wow. to share that. Yeah, that feels so good to hear even. And just even that validation for me, I'm like, wow, I feel like that sometimes too, right? Like exactly what you just said. Um, and we're just, we're, yeah, we're just not expressing certain things that are like, wow, like if I just shared that, maybe that someone would relate to that or understand more that I'm, we're not, we don't have it all together. So good, Harry. Well, thank you so much for those tips. I'm like, I feel like my cup is like full right now, just in this short combo. Me too. Right? And okay, so then tell me more about Latinx. Like, how did that come about? Like, what community? Yes, my community started um, as a result of just the different client, clientele that I was attracting in this, in this work of transformation. And so what I was finding is that a lot of Latinos were feeling isolated and estranged, like they were the only one. And then they had all these big dreams, but they were holding themselves back. And so I started a community called Launch Latinx. It's run on Instagram and, and Facebook. Um, and so to bring together Latinos who want to come together and mastermind and to, to support one another. And, um, you know, it really started off as just like a coaching program, but it's, it's, it's steering and building and transforming into something even bigger than I ever, I ever imagined. And just to really ex build and create meaningful community and transformational experiences for, for Latinos who, who have felt like they were the only one for a long time. Yes. Wow. I love that. Thank you so much. What a way to serve and just like being by your, your authentic self and just finding other people that relate to you and connect with you. And, and that's really what serving is. Sometimes people think like we have to do things, but it's like we have to do, you know, like community service or donating money, but sometimes it's just showing up and adding value in a, in a way that only you can. Amen. Amen. Right. Well, yeah. thank you so much. Okay. So I do have one special request and you can take me up on this or not. So all my followers and friends know that I am not a good dancer. Like that is like, I, I could do a lot of things. I could get on a stage and talk in front of 50,000 people. <laughs> but if you were to ask me to dance or to twerk or to do something like that, like I would, I would literally pass out. I would something. I'm yeah. trying to rewrite that story so bad. That was one of my goals for 2020 was like, nope, I'm going to learn to dance this year. So whenever yeah. I see people show up and dance, literally on social media, I'm always like, "That I need to do that. I want to learn how to do that. So you need to post some type of video or next time you come, like, give me a how-to on like, this is like, give me a signature move. That's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> have like a signature, like Harry Lopez, like course on how to <gasps> do this. Like everyone needs a move, right? Oh, that's so fun. I love that idea. 
I really like that. Oh, I love this. I will yeah. totally take you up um, on this. I totally sure. just, I just need like one good move to like, to sign. Like, <laughs> 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 call it whatever, but I'm like, just give me one signature move so that I can at least show up and be like, okay, I've like, this is all I got. Like, hey, do something else. And I'm like, no, that's all I got. This is it right here. You could do the like, you could do the like shoulder look, like attitude, yeah. like. Like, this is it right here. Like, have you ever seen um, Hitch? Yeah. Okay, so he's like, stay home. This is right here, like a two-step, like a one and a two. Like, do not go past there. Like, I'm like, I need that move. <laughs> so, thank you I'll so be much. your Will Smith. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Be a dance coach on the side. Well, thank you oh, so much. That. Thank you for showing up as your true authentic self. My cup is so full. I'm so grateful for you and all the things you do. I know we're going to work together in some, like, on something. I don't know. I'm planting that seed. I don't know what it is, but there's going to be a lot of opportunity for us to come together. Thank you so, so much for listening to this podcast. I'm so grateful for you. If you want to keep hearing podcasts like this, nothing inspires me more than seeing that people are subscribing. So please subscribe, please leave a review and tell me what are some of the key lessons you learned and how you're going to apply this to your business. Also, can you do one more thing for me? Take a screenshot and post it. I'll definitely share it and just remember one more thing. You could be one strategy away from making it big. Hasta la próxima. Say goodbye, Latina business coach.